Is that how you usually start? For some reason, that seems weird to me. This is the Wizard's Nightshirt Podcast, episode 92. <laughs> Did you think we usually start? I don't know. <laughs> Well, welcome. Maybe I thought welcome. Oh, no. We oh, never, that comes we, later. We never welcome people. Welcome to the Wizard's Nightshirt. This is episode number 92. I'm Will, and with me is the rockiest, rock, rock, rockiest, rock, granite-faced, rock, rock, stone lady, Rebecca. <laughs> and with her is a man who's used who. Plows driveway makes driveways with rocks and asphalt. Is rocks is Scott? <laughs> Get your driveway sealed or with gravel. I, I just realized I didn't think of anything. Price. Obviously, you just thought usually like, I will open my mouth and, and see what comes. Yeah, out. I didn't know what's happening. Well, Scott's happy in his new role. Although yeah. you you could have been like Stone Cold Scott. You know, that's like, really good. Like yeah. Stone, you know. Yeah, I'm going to be... Scott Stonely. I'm going to be real em- embarrassed face. I didn't think of anything later. I wonder if I should go back and try. Go back and pretend. You, you know can try. What? Yeah. <laughs> You're going to take Scott's driveway right, business right, away from right. him? It's flourishing. He's getting reviews and referrals it's just too crazy. from his friends. All right. At the Wizard's Nightshirt, we're revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. Today we're reviewing She-Ra, Season 1, Episode 44, The Rock People. The original air date for The Rock People was November 6th, 1985. And in this episode, a race of sentient rock people search for a new home, but one of them is captured by Hordak. So, this is another one that came out of our lightning rounds. And this is the first one that we've revisited that was my episode Mm -hmm. originally. I had seen it before. I usually like the ones that I like. <laughs> I know. That's how that works. Is that how it works? I remember you talking usually. about this one, though. This did sound really interesting to me. Well, and also because the rock people uh, in, in the episode were so well-loved that didn't they, like, make a to- Somebody has made a toy of the rock people, yeah? Like There, can, are, there, there are toys of I mean, them. you know. You know what? I think maybe, maybe the Classics line ended up making Granita, but I think in the original line... They made the two dudes, but did not have time uh, in, produ- in during the production to make Granitas. It was only Rock On and Stone Door that got made. Right, because you didn't <laughs> look any different from the other ones. Girls don't like it. <laughs> oh. You can brush her hair with a stone. You can brush her hair. You <laughs> really... Polish their backs. <laughs> no, you open up, it's like a gemstone. Yeah, that would be beautiful. It would yeah. be like crystal visions at the mall come mm-hmm. to life. That's the, you, along well, with you smash them. My Little Pony. You smash at the back, and then it's like crystals on the inside. That would be a beautiful toy. They should have done that. Mm. I would say I would have bought it, but I wouldn't have. I didn't have any money, but I would buy it now. Um, so this this was uh, one of those weird little episodes that actually made a big impression on people because the characters that were introduced were so strange. And mm-hmm. so I thought this would be a fun one to revisit, especially because it was likable in its weirdness. So those are my reasons. Yeah. 
Did this remind you of any of the B episode from He-Man? Yeah. They kind of, or was that She-Ra? Was it also She-Ra? I think that was She-Ra. Oh, Sweet Bee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, and that was Sweet Bee. I was, I wasn't, wasn't there the bee people too? Did yeah. they have trouble with their world was dying too? <laughs> Sorry. So, I, I, yeah, yeah, that was the many, same thing. There was okay, bee right, trouble right, okay. in Eternia, and there was different bee people trouble in Etheria. It happened on both series, okay, which is right. hilarious. I'm just, I, but, but the one that was, tra- she was traveling from a different world to coming to Etheria. Was She-Ra. Sweet Bee. Yeah, okay, on right, She-Ra. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked when they were starting to veer into space territory in Shira. I like when they were leaning into that. I do that like that fun. a lot, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the rock people in this episode are, we'll get into it, but they're kind of, I'm not going to say they're bummers, but they're obnoxious in that they need a new home because their son is going supernova, and they're getting kind of picky about about the requirements for their new home. Like, you think any planet's good enough. Like, we don't have one. Here's one. We're their, rocks. Their son's dying. Their only requirement should be, can we breathe? I mean, yeah, and they're rocks. Like, you know, you don't need a lot to keep a rock happy. I don't think. Well, they could fly in space, so they could probably live some places that aren't very inhabitable by humans. They probably could. They could probably just be on some, like, turd of a planet where, like, nothing <laughs> good is except for rocks. rocks. Here. They They seem to be fond <laughs> of rocks later in the episode. They're like, we like those. Do you think they just eat rocks? Probably. Hmm. Eat them, breathe them. Sew them into outfits somehow. <laughs> Smelt them. Smelt them, yes. So whoever dealt them. <laughs> <laughs> so I was wondering, you know, if if you were going to have to like move to another planet, what? So sun's gonna blow sun's up. Sun's gonna blow up. We have options. Imagine we can get in a spaceship. We can travel, you know. But it's kind of annoying to travel. Where's the first place you're going to stop? Like, what's the bare minimum of acceptability in terms of a planet you will choose to settle on? Get it out of the way. You know, any planet that you can breathe on, that there's food, that there's water. Yeah, we got that part. Okay. Okay, we got that part. But then beyond that, what's going to be like, okay, no, this planet sucks. I can't stay here. Like, I'm thinking, are the the animals on it gross? Mm Mm-hmm. That's a deal breaker for me, right off the bat. Like, what's gross to you? Like, slimy? Slimy, or like, uh, tentacly. Tentacly. Um, skittery? Do they skitter around if it's like... Like like a centipede or something like that? Yeah, yeah I couldn't like deal a, with huge. I couldn't deal with huge centipedes. Yeah, like, that would they were be like, good. If they could talk and stuff like that, oh, God, no. Yeah, that would be bad. Be super weird. Especially if it'd be like, well, here's your food source, and it's really dense in nutrients. It's like, but they'll talk to you, and they go... <laughs> I'd be like, no deal, spaceship, get in it, get on board. I'll die. Like, they're like, you're flying back towards your sun. It's like, nope, it's okay. Get me away from those. So I think I would need, I would need water on the planet, like a nice, so I can go swimming. What if there was nice water to swim in? And it was like not like, and it looked pretty and everything, and everybody went swimming. But then every time you go swimming, all of the gross creatures on the planet come and like watch you. <laughs> and they just admire you. Like, am I on this planet alone? I mean, you'd have a couple of people in your spaceship, but probably not a ton. Like, you're scouting, though. Like, there's going to be 10,000 I'm thinking of you. if I'm wearing swim trunks or not. 
<laughs> Did you pack them before your son exploded? That's you know. Yeah, exactly. That's the question. It, am I just like wearing whatever? Or you nothing, you may or like, have to like weave. so 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 the creepy creatures are staring at me yeah. while I'm wearing nothing. It's kind of it's it's kind of weird. Yeah. So well, and while you're swimming, also they're trying on your clothes on the shore. <laughs> And then they're like, they're like, strut, they're, slime on yeah. that. Ah! and they're like strutting around with their hands or their hips, and you're pretty sure they're making fun of you. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds fun. That just sounds like a fun planet. I think I would not want other sentient beings already living there that are pretty sophisticated, because I'd always be worried that they've got a plan for what's going to happen with me. Like, I'd always be worried that I'm secretly they're District Nine, you that I'm yeah. secret that I'm secretly cattle and don't know it. That's what I'd be worried about the yeah, whole time. You can't do that. I'm scared this planet has a twist. That's what I'd be scared about the, the whole time. Like, like the big brain people? Yeah. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, uh, that is exactly. That, uh, Talos planet. 4. Huh? Talos 4. Talos 4. Yeah, it's the, the planet where the big brain people are. Oh. I was, it's are you planet, thinking of Planet of the Apes? Uh, the third one? I think it was? Or second one? Where they worship the bomb and they like... They're like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. They're like telekinesis. That was a popular look around then. Yeah, and I was thinking of the Twilight Zone episode to serve man. Oh, yes. Where where those guys, like, you know, they're they're serving people. But then are they? So so there is a look that we're we're wary of. (laughs) Okay, so so big brains. Yeah, we do not want big brains. Big brains, robe, big amulet. That's not a good look. No. Can't trust them. They're definitely going to put you in a zoo. Yeah, especially if they give you, like, clean clothes and stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, first question you ask, what do you ask if you land on a planet? So, by, so I'll lead in. So, my first question is, is what do you worship? <laughs> That's a good question. That is a good question. And if they're, like, missile, and you're like, all right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah I don't know if I can do better than or, that. Or, 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 or slimy, scaly thing or whatever. You're just like, yeah. nope. Gone. Or yeah, if they're like, would you like to meet our queen? And it's like, is she in a larval form right now? Yeah, and if the answer one. is yes, and you're like, okay, no, I, I'm going to have to go. I can't shake your hand. I'm sorry. Uh, wait, wait, this one more is more of a protective. Like when you get there, you say, uh, would you like to see my true form? Just to give them a little, little scare. And then what if they say yes? And then you're like, well, you're not ready. You're not ready. <laughs> you're like, hold on. And then you. <laughs> turn around and you turn your eyelids up like when you were a kid being gross. You're like, ah! You do the lip thing where you pull your lip down and then all of a sudden you have big lips. <laughs> Stick out your tongue. And they're good. like, these earthlings are even simpler than we thought. <laughs> Shut up. And then alternatively, well... So so we're, we're saying anything we've seen in sci-fi movies, if we see that... You're going to have to get up just, and go. Yeah, we just go. Up and go. And then I would be really suspicious of a vest planet, which is like, oh, you know, in, in, yeah. in, like in Star Trek, you land on a planet and it's like, here's some villagers, they're doing okay, whatever. But they're just dressed in, in peasant clothes and they're wearing just like vests. and Any sort of paradise planet. There's a reason. Uh, um, yeah. there, there's a reason it's too good to be true. It's true. They're going to make you, they're like, like they're going to be like, okay, and now it is your turn to harvest the lentils. It's like, peace, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. like, you are not going to be doing that. On that note, uh, Hordak is spying on the entire galaxy, I guess. He sees some, some objects flying in a, a, a geese V. 
And so, he's like, that's weird. <laughs> that is how they're flying. Uh, so was he in it? Was Hordak in a spaceship also? Or was he just looking through a telescope? Uh, he was looking through something, like a viewfinder or something, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. It just thing? seemed like he was in his house. Okay, I yeah. guess just they live in a futuristic place. For some reason, I was thinking he was on a spaceship too. And I was thinking, well, he should just drive up over there. So I guess that explains a lot. <laughs> he was just looking at him. So he's interested in these objects because he thinks they're not meteors because of the way uh, that they're moving. And so um, does he shoot them down? Um, he wants to capture them, but they're heading toward the Valley of the Lost. That looks like it looks like that's where they're going to okay, land. Okay, so they yeah, just yeah, decided just, to go there. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. they're just heading deciding down. to go okay, there. Okay, yeah, yeah. so that's I, I, think think, he, I think that's what triggered their thing. Okay, is that yeah that they were just heading there? I see. Okay, and then uh, Adora gets news of this in the Whispering Woods camp uh, from um, <laughs> Broom and Madame Raz, I guess. Yeah, Madame uh, Raz had a spy. Yes. Uh, so they get a report of that, and uh, Adora says uh, Shira will go check it out, and Bo and Madame Raz says they will accompany her. Bo is really disappointed that he couldn't uh, couldn't do it alone with Shira. With Shira, yeah. I for- I'd forgotten in these earlier ones that they were sort of toying with that that he thought he had a chance with Shira. Don't you think she'll need some help? Broom and I had better go too. Shira might need some magical help. Now hold it. I thought Shira and I would be alone together. I'm sure Shira will be grateful for all your help. Why don't you go on ahead? It's pretty funny. But then it's like, yeah, no. What? She's the most important person in Etheria. You can't just hang out with her one-on-one. Come on, Bo. And I don't want to brag, but I did see Lookie. Did, did, did you see Lookie? <laughs> I did not see Lookie. I very rarely see him, so I, I, just, I have to admit it was pretty satisfying. Like, yep, yeah, I did see him. I did see him. <laughs> I did him. not see him this time. So Madame Raz is trying to scout the area, uh, but she uh, can't see because all the uh, mist. Uh, so and uh, she falls into uh, a T Rex with a lot of head spikes. Yeah, she rams right into him because she doesn't see him. Um, I have to say that I do like the sort of uh, repartee between Raz and Broom in this episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like they gave him some pretty good zingers. I think we should all wait. The valley's too dangerous. Oh, piss and tosh. I'm old enough to take care of myself. You're old enough to take care of several people. If you're quite ready, Mr. Big Mouth. Oh, she said, I'm old enough to take care of myself. And Broom says, you're old enough to take care of several people, mm-hmm. which I thought was a good burn. Whatever. She says when she's uh, flying around, she has some of these uh, catchphrases I wanted to talk about. Like She says things that... You always you always hear in cartoons that kids will always say that nobody actually says, but they're like what you say instead of using real language. Like she would say things like "gain way," and they just I ha- I hate stuff like that. You hate that. I hate like cliche, like cartoon phrase cliches because you can just imagine like little kids saying it, and nobody really says this stuff. You like, didn't watch the Ghostbusters, <laughs> not the real Ghostbusters, but the Ghostbusters enough. Did they say that all the time? I'm sure they did. They say gangway. Or like, what's the big idea? You know, things like that. It's like, oh my God. It just drives me crazy. Yeah, Little that's cliches de- that's like that. definitely a cartoon. Is this like scooby doo Yeah, it's like shorthand for things people would express, but they, that isn't the words people would actually use. It's just okay. like so cliche and horrible. It just drives me insane. I don't know what it is. Even when it's Madame Raz, you should just be glad she's not saying measle muzzle, measle <laughs> mall, or whatever. Every, time, every minute she's not saying a spell, you should just be glad. <laughs> What's the big hurry, madam? Did you find something? <laughs> no! Something found us! And here it comes! 
aching bowstring. Well, Madame Raz's unnatural dialogue aside, I do like that the way that they dispatch the dinosaur is She-Ra decides to use her talking to animals trick again. Because um, she's been using this a lot lately, it feels like. I, I enjoy that. And um, I love how the dinosaur knows her. Like, he's just like, I've heard of you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like who's talking to this dinosaur? Like, what? Who are y'all talking to? Like, what? I'm just very surprised at the levels of... circle on every other Tuesday. It must with be. other dinosaurs. Like... <laughs> they, they speak about Shira. All, all of their um, spies for the for the rebellion, they're all, like, birds and dinosaurs and stuff like that. So that just means everybody's gossiping all the time. Well, the, I, I was... The, the, the one thing... I, sorry. The one thing I did, did like about this is when She-Ra came and first she had to toss the dinosaur and launch him into a bunch of rocks, which was <laughs> awesome. And I couldn't believe it. She's like, you know, what, six foot or whatever she is. And the dinosaur's like 20 feet and he's, she's just... Hear me, great lizard. I mean you no harm. Looks like She-Ra's power worked. You are She-Ra. Speak with animals. I have heard of you. I wonder what he's saying to her. Thank you for the information. Well, I also like how he didn't really hold it against her. He's like, well, until you until you mind meld with me, neither one of us are really on the same wavelength. Like these are just the rules yeah. until we establish that rapport. And when we saw him show up, I was thinking, this is ridiculous that she didn't try to talk to this dinosaur. So I was thrilled that they actually had the idea to it. And this is such a big deal that she made communication with this dinosaur that that this power could have been her whole persona. She could have been just like a beast master of some kind. Yeah. That would have been a, that would have been really interesting. She could have her whole outfit, her whole personality could be shaped around being a beast master. In fact, she didn't even need to connect with any other beast. This one dinosaur connection she has could be the premise for her entire her entire shtick. <laughs> it's true. I, th- I think either that or they should have made another princess that just handled oh, animals. Oh, a beast master uh, princess that would have been really one. cool yeah i would like that a di- like a dinosaur princess Ooh, i would like that yeah well, i mean she could do all animals too or i mean just dinosaurs too i mean they had enough dinosaurs probably <laughs> <laughs> princess of dinosaurs princess of other sores well it, also i thought it was kind of funny that in this area all of she-ra's friends were just getting trashed until she-ra shows up and just takes care of the dinosaur and it reminded me it was like um it reminded me of uh, like MMOs when <laughs> some people are high enough level to go to the zone and other people aren't. And it was kind of like She-Ra should have teamed them before she went there, and she did not. And they got <laughs> totally annihilated until she goes there. Yeah, they're just hiding behind a rock, and she's like getting them XP. <laughs> It's like you didn't survive long enough. I told you not to. I told you not to zone in until I get there. <laughs> go, She-Ra, go. So uh, they happen upon the horde party descending upon this place at the same time and this is a great cast of characters here because representing the horde we have grizzlor mm-hmm. leech scorpia and catra so. and mantena and Who's... mantena oh yeah mm-hmm. this is a good team where's mantena is he does he hold is he doing the bulldozer mm-hmm. okay all right. <laughs> that's right 
Because I, I remember all four of them standing there, and I'm like, where's the antenna? Well, because of the but, firepower they use in this episode and, and the introduction of the rock pill and everything, I feel like when you're looking at the important, essential She-Ra episodes, I, it, it, it becomes apparent pretty quickly this is one of them, I think. I think you have to make this on your top list of, of She-Ra episodes you have to see if you were going to watch them. Yeah, because it, it's just too ridiculous, too. That's, yeah. That's my thing because like it, you have the most bizarre characters from both sides already represented and then we're going to throw three rock people in the mix <laughs> and they like slowly unfold out of their rocks like Whoa. yeah they, they're at this that digging site and they've got these those three glowing rocks and they start to animate and one of them i can't remember which one it is says what world is this uh a good line and i guess we should we, we need to talk about them real quick right like what do they look like what world is this? Why, they're people. People made of rock. Okay, so in their non-human form, or in their curled-up form, they're just little circles, mm-hmm. like, like a little hermit crab without legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, then they unroll, and they still have the rock shell, like, running all the way down their back, but then they've got, like, very slab-like bearings. They look like, um... They look like a wave of transformer toys. They do. They look. They just look like like a like a premise for uh, one of the transformer lines. And this was, I mean, this was like heyday for transformery type stuff. So I mean, this just had to kind of be in the air at the time. In fact, I wanted to look and make sure that this didn't come out after that a movie, uh, the Gobots Meet the Rock Lords, because it reminded me of that so much. But actually, that, that movie happened right after. So this just must have been in the water or something. It was really, it was funny. Yeah, I used to have a toy, or a couple, I still have a couple of toys that are just rocks that form into... Like, really? What's the deal with that? I don't know. Grant loves them. <laughs> That's so interesting. That's so funny. Rocks yeah. are good things to conceal things. So these, these three rock people, they are... Stonedar. I'm She-Ra, and this is Bo, Madam Raz, Broom, Cowl, and Swiftwind. <laughs> I am Stonedar. Rock on. And this is Granita. We are explorers from the planet of Geolog. Explore. And Granita, the lady one. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all good names. They are good. It's a good group. It's a rockin' group. They look very, they look very heroic. Uh, Granita actually looks probably the coolest. She's got like green rock hair. She looks really cool. <laughs> yeah. It would be so nice to have rock hair because then like you wouldn't have to style it. It's kind of <laughs> like that mud lady we you saw. You have to polish it though. You could polish it or like. You could polish it. Or like try to take your hair piece off and put it in a rock tumbler and get it really shiny. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Did either of you have a rock tumbler growing up? No. My um, sister did. Okay. My sister did, and yes, we tumbled some rocks. It was. Uh, <laughs> it came out shiny. <laughs> it wasn't as exciting. Yeah. To as what it end? <laughs> did you have a pile of it was them? Loud as all heck. Though. I bet that was loud. And you're like, and it takes forever. You know, because I mean, it has to like go over and over and over again. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I always remember the sound, and and I remember taking a long time, but I don't know exactly how long it was. It might not have been that long, maybe a couple hours. That's a long time to wait on a slightly better rock. They were they were real nice after they came out. Well, that's good. (laughs) Real smooth and shiny. It's a great lesson about delayed gratification. You're like, man, if I just sit here by this rock tumbler. Did you have to buy the rocks that were not polished and then put them in there? 
I think he did. That sounds like a, a scheme they would have had. It, yeah, like you're just like, you're buying rocks and you're putting it in there and polishing them. And probably the rock pack is probably like $8. <laughs> Can you imagine like, your parents having to pay for rocks? Could you imagine? Well, my thing about like the indignity of the rock tumbler as I'm imagining it, is if they did have to buy rocks separately for you to use with your rock tumbler, then that would have been really sad on Christmas because it would have been like, your parents are definitely going to wrap them all up separately. They'd be like, okay, uh, unwrap try, that Try thing. to get credit, parents. You're going to be like, okay, unwrap that one. It's like, it's a hint for what your other thing is. It's like, you want me a bag of rocks like for Christmas? Like That's the unexciting one, like the mm. accessory to the toy that you have to have to use the toy. That doesn't count as a separate package. You can't wrap it separately. They all got to come together. That's what I would imagine. You'd be like, here, like we got you a loom looper. Here's some extra loom loops, you know, in a bag. It's another present. It's not the present that you just had. Two presents, you see? I'm generous, kids. We start to have a very big fight here with all of our principals. And there was a lot of weird actions that they all had to kind of pair up, pair up and square off against each other. And among our other lovely things that we got to see, at one point we see Leech torturing Bo, basically by giving him wet willies on both sides of his head <laughs> <laughs> with his big like hand suckers. He did. Okay, what are two like? What is he leeching him of? He's just a man. <laughs> Like, he'd have, like, power. It's not like Superman is losing his powers. It's just a man. Later, he will describe it as an energy drain. Have so you seen his eight-pack? Like, so as you get softer and muscle. softer. Yeah. Yeah. What was some other fighting that happened? It was a lot of good fighting. I just remembered that one, though. <laughs> I remember Kyle, like, tying Leech's leg and then Madame Raz, like, dragging him away or something like that. Didn't that happen? That sounds right. Uh, to, to, the, to, the, to the broom. Broom. Uh, Not yeah, the yeah. broom, just broom. I, I spaced out a little bit at that point. But the important thing is, at the end of this scuffle, Rockon is captured. Mm -hmm. And Stonedar laments, What kind of world is this? <laughs> Stonedar, it's horrible. All this fighting, what kind of world is this? Because it's, it's full of violence. That's their thing, that's their issue. They don't like all the violence and the fighting. So She-Ra does a good first contact, but it's also very bewildering, I would imagine, for the rock people, because they're here on a planet, it's brand new, and there's this bizarre party in front of them. It's like, well, I'm She-Ra, the strongest woman in, in the universe, look at me. Nobody else is like me, no. so <laughs> what luck? So it's and, and I'm a lady, and then here's this arrow guy, and his name is Bo, don't worry about him, and this little weird thing is Cal, and this is Madame Raz, and her broom, which is a broom, but it's also a man. And we aren't typical of what you'll see, so just keep that in mind, too, so this ain't helping you at all right. <laughs> we're good and the rock people are like we think we will go somewhere else now but they lay out the problem uh uh stone door and granada they lay out the problem which is that they need to seek a new home uh their son is not going to be able to you know support the planet anymore blah 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 and they're hoping that Etheria will be the place. But now that they have seen the violence that people are capable of here, they do not know if it's a good place to live. And I'm like, that's fair. And then She-Ra's telling lies. She's like, it's usually very peaceful here. It's yeah. like, it's really not, She-Ra. That is a I lie. Didn't, I didn't know how she could get away with that. She was like... Please don't judge our world by what just happened here. Etheria's really a very peaceful place. As long as the Horde isn't around... What is the Horde? 
aside from the horde tyranny, it's a great planet. Right? Just like trust, don't worry about it. It's good. Yeah, it's just a, just a random shakedowns whenever they feel like it. They come into village, tear stuff up, set stuff you on see fire. You see the bad parts. There's, there's yeah, just, never any good episodes. Just it's trust us. It's, it's like normal life. It's, it's going great. It's going fine. To get bread and butter. It's just, you just go down to the store. It's a nice. Hi, how's it going? How are you doing? I'm, and you just everyone says hi to you, and then you go back to your place and eat your bread. And that that's most that's, days. That, that's your day. Yeah. We're only seeing we're only seeing the unusual days. Yeah. So maybe she should have mentioned that to them, but I don't know. I, I don't find her statement very convincing. It's like it's not a crap hole here. I yeah. work very hard to make it okay to the live. The other eighty percent of the time, we're enslaved. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, "Thanks everybody for talking bad about my planet. We're we're doing our best here." <laughs> so I sorry, but I have one question back back to the rock tumbling thing. Oh, so well, we need so to talk do you about think it. on the rock planet, the rock there was like rock tumbling uh, storefronts where they would go into it and it was like a tanning salon for them, and they would have to like get tumbled in it for so many hours. <laughs> yeah, that sounds come nice. Out and they'd be all like polished and stuff. Well, I think if you did it too much though. Yeah, I mean, like, you get, there's well, a, you there's get worn an, away. Well, there's an art to it. I think it would look tacky the same way if you got too much of a tan. It's like, oh, she's been rock tumbling. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and then also, like, you know who's, like, a, a, a tacky rock, like, who's a tacky rock lady if she gets glitter sprayed on her. And then uh-huh. I was like, that is too much glitter. That is not natural glitter. Yeah, you are not a geode. <laughs> We're trying to act like it. So so I, I had to Google it, and golden rules of rock tumbling. Number one. <laughs> Garbage in means garbage out. Number two, avoid contamination. And three, great results take time. Well, is this an art? Did Duncan write that? <laughs> like, first of all, did a so, rock write that? Yes. So, well, garbage in, garbage out means don't don't use low quality tumbling stones. Why not? We want to get them better. That's the out, what's the point out. of this machine? Like, I only put beautiful rocks in here. That's if, the best we can work with. I, I, I cannot work. I cannot work with anyone with, with, with such a poor foundation. See, I would think the entire desire for me to have a rock tumbling machine is like I want to take like a sad little rock off the streets. I'm going to make their life better. It's like, it's about to get good for you, Rocco. And then like, mm-hmm. you put him in a tumbler and then he's beautiful. But if they're like, no, that was a crappy rock. You just broke your rock tumbler. Like, well, that would be really I sad. I want one of these scuzzy, I want one of these scuzzy rocks. They're like, no, you must get our rock from a bag. Oh, man, there's like timing and everything on this guy's site. Jeez. I am surprised. I'm disturbed. Uh, I am. Still... Well, so, I mean, I, I, you got to take it. So like sanding something, you know, you do different uh-huh. grits and he was like, you know, you, go, you keep going up, higher up, so it's like smaller, finer grains. Mm-hmm. And then you get a, a shinier, you know, rock. Oh, okay. But this guy has, like, charts and everything and how long stuff takes and whatever. I was like, oh, yeah. So it's a, it's a thing. It's a thing. That rock tumbling for kids is not the same. I guess it's not. I wonder how many rocks that guy has in his house. Just, like, all over the place. Like, buckets of them. <laughs> shelves low quality high quality medium quality why don't we join together and free your friend you seem kind but we cannot ally ourselves with you why not you are too violent being with you will only cause more fighting they're going to the fright zone now oh yeah so they're just going to go to the fright zone but they reject the help of the rebels because they're like we want nothing to do with your violent problems and 
we're not going to take a side mm-hmm. in you versus Hordak. We're just going to get our dude back. And we're, you know, we, we want, we rock people want peace is what they said. And they leave the rebels to have a perfunctory exchange about the nature of courage and pacifism. <laughs> yes, quite. <laughs> there are uh, the rock people's plan is that they're going to reason with Hordak. And when they show up, they explain to him that they want to live there and that sort of thing. And Hordak says that, uh, he needs them to tell him their secret to traveling freely and breathing in space. And they're like, we just kind of do it. And he's like, you're lying to me. <laughs> I love how that was the conclusion instead of like accepting it for what it is. Yeah, they're made of rocks. They didn't too far a leap <laughs> to assume that they can <laughs> yeah. breathe in space. Yeah, well, well, when he uh, sends his troopers after the rock people, uh, they don't exactly fight, but they do like... Uh, football Heisman stiff arms at people and it sends them reeling and it's pretty hilarious. It's very funny. And before they start doing that, they go, forgive us for this violence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just stick their arms yeah. out. Which is pretty funny. Forgive us for this violence, but we cannot allow you to hold us. We shall take rock on and leave. Stop them, you fool robots. Stop them. A uh, shadow weaver, uh, Fights back by casting a spell to make their rockness turn into mud, which was kind of disturbing. It was disturbing, and that looks like that's not going to go great. But by this time, the rebels have arrived because they just decided they were going to show up and help the rock people anyway, although they were not invited to this melee. Mm -hmm. But they're there anyway. And uh, I love how they just swoop in, they assess the situation, and She-Ra says to Raz, like, can you get over there and reverse reverse the spell that was put on the rock people? And Raz is like, I don't know. And she was like, okay, do it, bye. <laughs> she's, <just> like, <laughs> she's gone. Yeah. She does not even give her a chance. She's a vapor. She's like, you'll do it, it's fine. Madam, can you reverse the spell on the rock people? Oh, oh dearie my. Well, I suppose so. Oh, if I have enough time, do it. Yeah. How does the how does the situation revolve resolve? Well, uh, there's oh, they, 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 yeah. He shows a flash arrow, right? And oh. then they, they jump down. There we go. And then everyone cut. You know, they cover their eyes, and then they get up. They get their uncover their eyes, and of course, everyone's there. You know, they fight. Bo shoots some arrows. There's some oil slipping involvement. Uh, Hordak. Uh, loads his cannon to shoot at Shira while Shira is uh, tying up some uh, horde troopers. And that's when Stonedar decides to actually get aggressive to save Shira and like trashes Hordak a little bit, but he apologizes to Hordak when he does it. <laughs> yeah. Most important thing is Madame Rez doesn't, he stops him from being a puddle of. Oh yeah. She was successful with yeah, her spell. Yeah, she was mm-hmm. successful. Yeah. yeah. She remembered a spell reversal spell. <laughs> Rizzle Razzle Reversal. And I was like, how do you not remember that? So they have saved Rockon and, and now the rock people are safe. But uh the rock people say they still they still don't think they want to stay on the planet and won't be happy because it's too aggressive. But uh Shira has an idea which uh for them to go to the best place in Etheria, which is Spike Heart. Spike Heart, yay. And uh they're going to be under the protection of King Ago of the trolls. Who I also love the trolls. Yeah, my favorite place in Etheria, probably. And they're very, very excited by it. They're like, "Oh, it's so gray and stony." Like when they get here. it, really matches the the trolls' aesthetic out there. Uh, they've got sort of like a Klingon thing going out there. It works real good. 
Your valley is lovely, King Argo. So gray and stony. We're very grateful to you for allowing us to settle here. I could not refuse Shira. She is a good friend to us. And to us too, it seems. Those rock people are something. Yeah, and so that's a nice, uh, th that's a nice ending for them, I suppose. But I do think it's kind of bogus when, you know, She-Ra's like, they get the right to live in peace. It's like, well, we all get that right, She-Ra, but, you know, we also have to fight for our right to party, as the <laughs> BC boys once wisely said. And uh, I'm just pretty sure that if I was so great at, like, strong-arming people and punching them just by being a rock, I could at least show up to a couple of battles and just stick my arm out a couple of times a year and really help the rebellion out. But they're not going to do that. They're just going to, like, live there. I kind of want to see more of them. I don't know why. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to see other ones. Because if more of them came, you know, and, and, and then fell in the mud <clears throat> yeah well like the with the new shira series it's fun to start seeing the uh factions assemble i mean they need to be building a rebellion oh wow i really hope that they like show spike heart next oh season, that would be cool yeah which to see is coming trolls. up pretty soon well they need to deal with some of the non-princess areas that's true that would be very cool mm -hmm. i do want to see that would be fun too because then also you know they're going to eventually make like little communities in spike heart where they have their like rock tumbling salons and so forth. Mm -hmm. So what? We're, so, we're, so we're too Loki now, right? Uh -huh. the, the rocks are gonna live in Spike Heart. Will found him. Will found yeah. Loki. And then got 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 the what's the moral? What Will got out of him? I takes takes more courage not to fight. Yeah, fighting doesn't prove slash solve anything. In the episode where we solve everything by fighting. Yes. Yeah, it kind of did. They yeah. kind of had to. They were defending themselves, right? That's still fighting. Yeah, it's still I mean, fighting. I don't draw the distinction. <laughs> whooping is whooping. That's what I think. Bye now. See you next time. They could have passively just laid there as rocks. And then they would have just been picked up and put in rock jail. And then they have to like line some flower beds, and that would be really depressing. <laughs> be like, here, this is your worst thing to do as a rock. We made you into this stepping stone now. That'd be the worst thing. What is this? Is that the worst thing if you're a rock to be like a little a stepping stone in a terrible garden? I think it'd be like a like a, like a doorstop would probably be pretty bad. That'd be bad. I wouldn't want to be a doorstop. You probably would really like to just be touching dirt all the time. I'd want an important rock. job like hiding a key when somebody goes on vacation. One of those rocks. Yeah, I'd be. I want. I want a job if I'm a rock. I think that. I think the worst is like the the rock. I, I I think it's a good idea, but it's also like whatever they get, they paint rocks and they, they leave them around, and then you're supposed to take a picture of it oh, or something yeah. like that. Like being one of those. I found one of those rocks one time, and I was like, huh. And then, and then I just kept walking. <laughs> and then he buried it. <laughs> I'm not that joyless, Scott. I'm not that gold. But I was just like, well, there's that thing, and I was like, look at the bit of whimsy, and then I was like. Pfft. Yeah, that, 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 that's exactly how I feel. I'm like, oh, that's nice. I'm sure some kid enjoyed doing that. Yeah, I don't have room for whimsy. Well, rock whimsy. <laughs> rock whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I, this is my second time through. This is still a weird episode. How would we rate this episode? I'm not saying that this was the best episode ever, but it was a noteworthy and weird one to watch because rock people. Am I right? Would anyone like to go first? I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Um, I, at first, I wanted to rate this lower, like a 2.8. And <laughs> <laughs> um, not because of what I, I just, I guess it's just storyline wise. Um, I say 3.2. Um, rock tumbling, rock packs. Yeah. Rock Sold packs. separately. High price I- rock packs. <laughs> and like I was saying earlier, I feel like this is uh, one of the. the essential ones because it's so strange and maybe like she-ra edits everything in she-ra is in one episode in this one um and because of the strangeness i, I just feel like you're getting full she-ra in in one episode so i i'm gonna go i'm gonna go similar i'm gonna say uh 3.5 rock packs no i was gonna go a little bit higher even though i also think that it wasn't i mean it gets some points to for me with uh, Granita because I just like her. Yeah, it was a good design. I it like, really was. I like Granita. I like her name. I like everything about her. But I mean, yeah, it's it had some great weird elements and some good zingers, like when Bo says, "Oh, my aching bowstring." Yeah, I like that. For example, but yeah, three point eight. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, I, I, I still say still see it. I mean, it, it was it was great, like characters and fights, and, but yeah, the story it was, it was pretty it was, simplistic. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible because it was at least it was watchable. Um, because some some of the episodes were just you know, whatever, but it's <laughs> a whole other story. But yes, so so watch it. It's good. That's our show for today. Next time we'll review episode 66 of He-Man, The Cat and the Spider, in which Cringer summons He-Man because he swallowed a bug. If you'd like to follow along with our show, you can find our episode guide at www.thewizardsnightshirt.com. If you have questions, comments, or rock collections, or Tumblr talk to discuss with us, you can email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram if you have more tumbling talk. And and subscribe to our show (laughs) on iTunes. Hey, we're also on Spotify. Seriously? Awesome. We want to thank you for listening, and please remember, everyone can tell if you use spray-on tumbler. Cause I punched and I kicked and I laced it all night. So I punched and I kicked and I laced it all night.